So you big boy. What's cracking Asylum World? Welcome. Tonight we have a very special guest to me. One of the first guys to uh well, yeah, one of the first guy to actually put my car on video at a show. Mr. Michael Johnson. AKA 417 Fox. Give me a dad gum minute, son. Don't interrupt me. What's going on, Michael? How are you, buddy? I'm going to tell you, I am. I've been looking forward to hanging out with you guys all day. Um, you know, being a listener of the podcast and just being able to be on here, you know, it was something I, it's absolutely my pleasure to be here. Awesome. We like We're having you on here, man. Yeah, yeah man. super excited to have you on, dude. To, to know you a little bit better and dig into who Michael Johnson is. Well, some pretty cool dudes here, and, I, and I'm uh, I'm ready to talk about it. You know, I'm ready to, to get into it, and we can talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. Well, hell, then let's get into it. So yeah, let's, let's give us the, give us the short of four one seven Fox. What it's all about. What you're all about. Give us a quick lowdown. Oh, I I don't know if that's a short, um, Tom. But the the <laughs> well, whole go deep in God, man, the asylum and tell us, okay? The whole four one seven. I would the best way I can describe four one seven Fox in a nutshell. Then we'll go into the long part of it. Is it was by accident. Every, you know, and, and, and I guess I'd say that's probably the wrong word is that I think everything in life, there's probably a bigger plan um, to everything of how things transpire. There's no way I could have ever planned the way things have happened and for them to transpire and the connections that I've made that if you would have asked me four years ago, we'd be doing what we're doing today. I'd have said, you're out of your freaking mind, right? Yeah. But the way things transpired in the order that they transpired, it was definitely from, you know, it, it, I always say it was a God thing, you know, because he's he's always taking care of us. Um, but it's just the things, how they happen. So 417 Fox, it was never planned. It was just it just kind of came to be. Um, it was uh, I think for the first year, me and my wife would just look at each other every day and I couldn't do it without her. She needs to be sitting in this chair right next to me to me if we're going to talk about you know what 417 fox because even though she you know i'm the one that's the face she's the one that does half the work really really and truly honestly that I, there's no way i could do it without her so we you know and i'd have to really back up and we get in more of that in the podcast but you know things just happen through connection and uh, you know the whole youtube thing it was kind of something that I, I decided to do because I felt like I wanted to share what I'd learned because it was more about paint and auto body kind of stuff that I had to learn on my own through YouTube. And I found that when I went to go research that stuff on YouTube, because I wanted to learn how to do it, I found that it was either the guys that was so technical that somebody like me really couldn't understand all along what they were talking about. I'm like, I'm yeah. lost. Or it was the guy that probably didn't need to be teaching anybody how to do anything. And I could read through that too, right? Oh, that was Tom. That was Tom. Did you have a YouTube channel? Oh my. I didn't know you had a YouTube channel. <laughs> teaching how to paint, auto body. What's up? So this Don't was after get, all this stuff, you know? 
And I'm like, I want to share that, you know, and I and I and I probably watched Brutal more than anybody when it came to Fox body content. You know, and I met the guy at Ford Takeover. Um, this is before I started channel, and he took the time, you know, to notice my car, did a video on my car, and 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 then he took the time to share with me insight about YouTube. Uh, the when I got back from Jackson, Tennessee, I went the next day and bought a laptop and a GoPro. Never edited a video in my life and put the first video out the next week. So, yeah. and I was in the middle of a build at that time. And, you know, it kind of, I kind of documented that build um, from that point on. I got to think another day, I've really never done a whole lot of content on my car on my channel because, but that's coming. Uh, but the truck car was already done, but now it's getting ready to take a reiteration of where, where it's going to go. Heck yeah, I'm excited to see that for sure. Yeah, what can you don't want to divulge any information right now, do you? Oh, I don't, yeah, I've kind of I've kind of let it out on the channel what some of the stuff that we're going to do on my car, and I'm going to do you know, so I've got I've got an '86 here, and I've got my '91. Now the '86 has has got a a forged bottom end, still stock block, you know, aluminum head, kind of it's a built for boost kind of motor, but still a stock block. But it's a fresh build, very fresh. That yeah. motor is going to go in my car. We're putting, uh, we're going to put a blower on it, reinstall the motor, clean everything up, paint the engine bay wide out. My motor, freshen it up, is going to go in the '86, and I'm going to do a full restoration on that car as a very nice driver. Uh, but yeah. it's going to have some very unique build qualities that will be different. Now, was that the one that uh, your son was doing? That he was going to do that ended up being um, passed over to me because it really wasn't the right time for him to gotcha. own his body. So yeah, yeah, I had bought it and then so I bought the car. So and and I bought it for him, you know. And then when the time came, he was going to pay for the car. You know what? It, you know he's a grown man now, and he's yeah. got you know. And he and at that point, he decided that you know with them buying another house and with job and having a kid. He just wouldn't be able to devote the time to it. So he decided that, you know, he wanted to move away from the car. He loves Fox bodies too, but it just wasn't the right time for him. Yeah. 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 Well, so, hey, let's let's dig into a little bit about 417 Fox. How did <clears throat> how did that all come about? How did you stumble into that? Well, it's okay. So um when I first started the YouTube channel, I just said to myself, if I'm gonna do YouTube, I'm I'm gonna do it right. Um, I wanted to brand you know, the channel from the, from the get go. And I come up with my little Fox logo. And then I said, but what is, you know, so I went to my very first, what was that second time I went to this show, but my very first time as a YouTuber at a show was Midwest Fox Fest. Um, and that's in Omaha. Um, and I, I think I had like 500 subscribers at that time. And I, I took a leap and I think I spent about seven or $800 on merch, set up a booth there wanted to start getting the channel out and i thought well what is a what is something that other than just my channel what is something like i would want to wear that's the way you know like what is yeah. something that looks cool that's about fox body that i so i did the very simple silhouette design and come up with the term fox it i was sitting there designing it on the computer and and i said angel my, my i call my wife angel her her name is angela I said angel come here i want you to see what do you think about this? She said, that's stupid. 
<laughs> <You> know, <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, so I sent it to a couple of my Fox body buddies. I said, what do you think about this logo here? You know, with the silhouette of the car, the Fox sitting in my Fox logo in the, in the, in the front of it. And I was like, oh man, that's really cool. It's like, I'm going to get some t-shirts and hats made up with this design on it. All right. So I went to Midwest Fox Fest and had a great time. And I couldn't believe actually how many people even knew who I was. That was my second year going to that show. But the first year I went just as, you know, a show attendee. Yeah. Um, and it kind of took off from there. I, and and Nakia, uh, Brutal, he, he had told me, he's like, hey, when you start your channel up, he said, let me know. And he said, I'll shout your channel out on, on you know, my channel. And I really appreciated that. And so I even, I sent him a little note and sent him, uh, I think a hat and a shirt. And I said, Hey, I appreciate what you've done. I'm not asking you to wear this stuff on your channel. Just as a thank you. I think this is pretty cool. You know, my stuff. Yeah. So yeah. He started wearing it all the time on his channel. This is before he was really selling any merch, like, you know, hats or shirts really didn't, he didn't focus on doing any of that. And he, he messaged me one day and he was like, if you don't hurry up and sell these shirts, he said, I'm getting sick of people asking me, to buy the shirt and the hat, you know? So I was like, Oh, I didn't even think about it. I mean, I wasn't thinking about, uh, you know, he was, he was being, you know, poking at me like you need to get, get going here, get but all going. Yeah. That's something. Right. <clears throat> so I was like, okay. Okay. So I didn't know anything about selling stuff online. I didn't have a website. So I, I, I got some more hats made just a few. Cause it's expensive, right? I mean, you guys all know. Listen, I mean, hey, just, just, just wondering, yeah. what's that first order look like? How many did you order? Man, I think I bought a couple dozen. You know, okay. I don't. Twenty four. It, it wasn't that many. You know, like yeah. twenty four, thirty six. You know, I, I don't even think I had a coupe design at that time. It was still just the hatchback. Because okay. that's what I had. You know, that's what yeah, I yeah, did. Right. right. And I put them on Facebook Marketplace, and they took off. Dude, we was we was I, me and my wife were looking at each other. We didn't know what to do. We were yeah. shipping out sometimes 10, 15, 20, 30 hats a day. My my good thing oh, that lady yeah. that we knew um was to us and, and she had a big stock and she was able to turn them pretty quick for us. But we were trying to figure out how to manage through that and trying to we were printing. Uh, shipping labels still off our, our paper printer and taping them to the boxes, you know, and it, we were literally, have you ever seen those? They, they're kind of look like burlap, but they're made out of plastic. The big U S male size, yeah. Yeah. five foot tall, mm -hmm. four foot tall. After the weekend, I would have to carry two to three sacks fulls of those to the post office. Wow. We were just looking at each other like, what are, what are we doing? You know, we, we, wow. we were amazed at the success. And this was just on putting them on Facebook Marketplace. The whole Foxit thing, we didn't, we didn't sell them t-shirts or anything, just hats. Just um, the black and the uh, the gray hats. So I was like, man, we're on to something, you know, this is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. So it kind of, then all in the middle of all that, I kind of got the YouTube thing trying to, trying to get going. And my buddy... Um, who I really, you know, have to be thankful that he pushed me to do the, the HVAC swap on his car. So when I built the two, I, I named the car the two-tone Cobra clone. It was the ultra blue silver car that I was building that I bought just to flip. I bought that car just to flip, just to put it back a stock paint job. Then it turned into his build, right? Which turned into be an amazing build. 
And he said, Michael, I don't care what it costs because I tried to talk him out of it. I said, well, Nick, I don't want to. I said, I've seen this done before. I said, I've actually seen it done a few times. It's not like it's not been done to put the put your radio up top. Yeah. Radio back. And he said, he said, I don't care what it costs. Just do it. I said, well, I don't want to charge you because I, I that's just how I think. I was like, it's going to cost too much to do it for my fabrication time because I'm going to have to yeah. hand fabricate this piece to put in there. He said, just do it. I said, OK. And then there was so much interest from that video when I revealed the car. I was like, a lot of guys must really want to do this. I didn't really think it'd be that big of a deal. I really did not think that there would be very much interest in doing that or because it's it's not a it's not a modification for everybody. Right. Um, and I, I said, well, OK, I'll go. I said, could I replicate this? I had some work already done. Right. Some some paper templates, cardboard templates, and some work, pre-work already done. I was like, okay, I'll go buy, the sh I, I, I sourced material because the first one I built was actually out of PVC foam board. Um, oh, wow. Okay. And yeah, it wasn't out of plastic. It was out of high density uh, PVC foam board. And okay. which worked and, and it was a lot easier to hand fabricate than say a plastic yeah. is. So I sourced yeah. green, uh, some marine uh, grade uh, high density polyethylene. And um, got it. I bought a whole sheet of it, four by eight sheet. I said, okay, I have enough to make like 40 vessels here. I put them on Facebook. Still, we're selling on Facebook, right? And I think the next, and, I, and then I put the video out. And I think the next day after putting them on Facebook, we had a couple hundred orders. We didn't even know. We didn't. And this was all like people literally Facebook messaging you. PayPal, here's your PayPal email, here's your this, everything manual. We didn't we didn't even know what to do. We it was it was truly a blessing, um, but also a curse at the same time because we were not equipped to handle all of that. But we did it. So wow. and then I think we're That's insane. We're probably approaching, I've made thirty five hundred of those uh, bezels so far. Um, you know, in a couple of years now, and and oh, we nice. still ship them out every. John, I don't think there's a day that goes by that we don't ship out hats and trim bezels. So when, when I you know started you, uh, doing the other day, you were doing like ten of them. <laughs> What's that? I said the other day when you messaged me, you were doing like ten of those trim bezels that day. Oh yeah, I, I mean I got a. <laughs> you see right I there. See over here on this table right here that's that's i just had to yeah. make more we ran black yeah. friday on the website and just just so sold a ton of them so i was out had to go make more you know and these arms have made these hands have made every one of those trim bezels so yeah i mean it's been you know the the when i always say that god's kind of put things in place for us you know i had two daughters that were getting ready to start school at the, basically the same time selling these trim bezels have put both of my daughters through college debt free. So dude, that's awesome. I mean, that's that, really I, awesome. you know, so either I would have been carrying debt and my daughters in combination been carrying debt to, to go to school, to better their life, yeah. to better their selves. These things have been such a blessing for them that I've been able to pay it forward to my kids. Do you, yeah. do you have a, a full-time job besides this? Yeah. Yes. So I work a, a full time job. I work in the appliance industry. I manage a service network for 10 states. So what I do is I kind of manage all of our uh, third party independent 
service uh, network. So if you say your appliance breaks and it's under warranty, that would be the company that I partner with as a manufacturer to have do your service work. So, so, you're, so you're doing full 40 hours a week. Mm -hmm. You're doing two different bezels, right? Oh, more than that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah. Hats, t-shirts. And we make everything in-house other than hats, everything that we sell. We make wow. right in, actually in here. This is where all the stuff is back there. Yeah. Right, I'm in the basement. So this is so between, yeah, it takes both of us for sure. My wife, she is in physical therapy and she works 20 to 30 hours a week. So when we're not working and when I'm not out in the shop building a 57 Chevy that I've been restoring this year, um, we're making trim bezels. I mean, we we honestly do not have a lot of spare time. And if we how, wow. how many hours a night are you working on merch? Um, we it it varies a couple hours, you know, sometimes, sometimes six, sometimes two, sometimes one. We just do it as needed, you know. I, I would imagine this time of the year it's a little bit slower. Actually, it's it's a lot busier this time of year. Hat sales go way up this time of year for gifts. Our Etsy, we, yeah. we sell on Etsy as well. And like we make tumblers and our tumbler sales really go way up uh, this time of year for gifts because they make a great gift. Um, so we, we kind of learn from last year what sells and how to be prepared for that. And we kind of track everything. We're pretty, My wife's really good at the paperwork side of things and really tracking kind of what does well, what doesn't, you know, and, and so we kind of were a little better prepared going into this season than we were last Christmas because we were not prepared for some of the increases in sales. We we lost a lot of sales because we were just not prepared for it last last Christmas. So we've learned a lot. I got a, I got a question for you, actually. So mm -hmm. do you only do like bulk sales? Um, As far as um, for like, like when I called and, and ordered shirts from you. Right. And I don't do a lot of that. I kind of do it to help my Fox brothers out um, because I, I want to where where you guys can have somebody that cares about what you're doing. You know what I mean? Right. I think I get it's cool that I get to be a part of that. But most of our stuff is just, you know, through our website. That's, you know, your Fox it stuff and all that. And, and we've kind of got really nimble to where we just we keep T-shirt blanks here and we make them as we sell them. So, we so have, if somebody wanted like. Five or six shirts. You you can make them five or six shirts all day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, the bulk. I just made um a hundred uh, hoodies for another box, but they're all boxed up right back here. That are a hundred hoodies I made over the weekend. On top of making trim bezels for another box body YouTuber. I got a question, Michael. Do you guys do DPG printing, or are you doing silk screen? What are you doing? Um, so we do a couple of different things. We can do sublimation, um, but most of our stuff is actually a, um, we order most all of our transfers from uh, Heat Transfer Express, which is a high quality, they're, they're a company that even most of your screen press shops use. Um, and we order all the pre-made transfers from them. They're very high quality. We know we're not going to have any quality issues. They're, they're not vinyl. They're not, they're almost kind of a screen press quality, but they uh you know it's heck i go get one and show you but but they're just they're pre prefabricated uh we don't we have a cricket but or or when we have a vinyl cutter but we don't really do anything with that i mean we got it for but we we because we do so much bulk of certain designs we just order them in bulk and we have the pre the the transfer ready to 
put on whatever color t-shirt somebody orders. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, you, sa you save that when you get it, like you get the design made, you save that for future, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've probably got 400 transfers sitting back here of different designs ready to go on the t-shirt at any time. So uh, when, when somebody orders something, like say, mm -hmm. uh, you know, say I was to order something, mm -hmm. does it give you a name on your end or is it just an order number? No, it's a name. Yeah, I get a name okay. and an order number. Yeah. Oh, so let me ask you this. So I've seen you shout out Mike Marillo before. Yes. So when that order when that order came through, what was what was that feeling? Was like? Cool, but actually, so on that deal, not he, and I know his son has ordered some stuff from me, Mike Marillo Jr. Um, who's also mm -hmm. a big Fox buddy guy. Um, but yeah. that stuff, actually, I shipped straight to the track um, when they were at uh, MPK. So uh, oh, he texted real? me, the, Mike texted me the info. So Mike started following my channel and and and, and we kind of messaged back for He knows I'm a fan. So actually my buddy Nick, who I built the blue car for, used to race with those guys. So he knows all of them. So he ended up texting Mike too, and he ended up hooking us up together. And I didn't realize Mike was also a fan of the stuff I'm doing. And so I was like, look, Mike, I said, let me hook you up. And he says, oh, no, you don't have to do that. And I said, no, let me hook you up. So I just sent him a box full of just stuff, hoodies oh, and wow. tumblers, stickers, and, you know, to him and his wife, you know. And and uh, so, of course, you, then you see him wearing the stuff on the Discovery Channel, and I thought that was the coolest thing in the world to see my well, stuff. My sure, on His car sitting there yeah, doing exactly. a burnout. He's got my sticker on his car. And uh, and then, of course, he's on the channel wearing my shirt, you know, and I'm like, that's pretty cool. That is really, really yeah. cool. Really I finally cool. made it. I finally made it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this, that, that, that dumb design <laughs> box, <laughs> it, you know, that dumb design, yeah. you know, it, it turned Moving into. Moving on up. <laughs> Yo, not, and not, listen, John, not for nothing. Like, Mike I gets know. it done, dude, because oh, he's working anyone listening, he gets it done. Yeah, because I called him super late before Foxtoberfest, like two weeks, and I was like, "Yo, I need like forty shirts." <laughs> I was actually yeah. like, "Yo, I don't, I don't even know what I need." Like, yeah. you tell me what I need. He sent me over like, "This is what your basic package would be. This is the design. Get me the design." And he added to the design by putting a logo on the front. And I had those shirts probably seven days, guys. No joke. Like forty t-shirts yeah. to my door awesome. with a hoodie labeled done quality probably seven days right mike something like that yeah i turned them around pretty quick i mean and the cool thing about the company i use for the transfers they usually have a turnaround time to get the transfers to me in about two days um which is about the same time it takes me to get shirts even though i stock shirts here of course a bulk order i have to order so yeah i mean i don't play around man i get it done and especially for my fox brothers i don't I don't know if we ever planned on doing bulk stuff, um, but when one of my Fox brothers asks, I do it. You know, we make very little money on that stuff because it's not about the money. Yeah. It's about helping my brothers out to do it and just trying to pay for my time. That's all. And and our time is very wow. limited. But, you know, if I'm getting to be part, I feel like it's cool every day that I get to contribute to the Fox Body community, something that I care a lot about something that I didn't expect to be a part of like I am. I was just, I was just a, a consumer. I didn't feel like I would be a contributor like I am. 
So how long have you been in, in, into Fox bodies? When did that start and what started it? So, um, so I text you a picture, John, and it was yeah, of a red uh, body. So, um, my very we first need to talk about this picture too, by the way. I was a little skinnier back then, so I was yeah, so, probably. So was this before you knew about the little Debbie guy around the corner? I knew him then. I knew him <laughs> then. Just had a higher metabolism. I worked. I worked at a grocery store, and he was the little Debbie distributor. You know, for for that for the town that he ended up being. I knew him before I knew my wife which my wife and I both worked at the same grocery store, which is where we both met. So, um, and we started dating in high school and still, still together today. But anyway, so that, so back in the day, um, so I graduated high school in 94. I had, um, when I was in 11th grade, uh, what would I have been 16? I got, um, my first Fox body. I bought a 91 Mustang GT. So the car was only like a year and a half. Give me a picture of Yes. Okay. Yep, that's me so, back in. So you're that's my senior picture. That's what that's what that is. That's my senior picture. So that oh, car was only what a year and a half old at that time, uh, and I I still remember today the payment on that car. <laughs> Damn. Oh, stud muffin that's right there. Look at that, bro. You oh. got to go high and tight going there, Jesse. Look. Right. Had that multicolored <laughs> shirt. So yeah. um, my payment on that car was $222 a month and wow. uh, worked at a grocery store. Dad paid for insurance. Dad was a bit of motor, but bit of a motorhead too. So he supported helping me go buy that car, which I probably did not need at 16 because I raced anything that had four wheels or two wheels on it growing up. And I dragged that car. I dragged my S10. I dragged my 69 Chevy pickup, whatever I drove. It was raced. I can guarantee. And it wasn't fast, but it was still raced. You know, <laughs> I didn't have any money because I couldn't, I couldn't, I mean, all I could afford was the daggum payment and gas in the car, working at a grocery wow. store and, well, you know, going to high school. Not only, um, so we sold that car when I was a senior. So I only had the car for like a, a little over a year. And okay. I regretted every day of selling that car. Um, it made financial sense at the time because I was always broke, right? Uh, and um, but we did, so we sold the car. And fast forward, you know, I get married pretty much right out of high school. Uh, we're married in '96, okay. um, so I was 20, she was 19. And uh, what am I, 45, 46 now? What is God, that's I mean, bad. <laughs> you don't even know, bro. 46, 47, there, Bubba. Yeah. So, um, you know, we, 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 we have kids, you know, I've got, you know, I have three wonderful kids. Our, our lives revolve around our kids and sports for the next 18 years. Right. And we, we never have really any extra money. We, you know, I wouldn't say we were poor. We both worked hard. We both took care of our kids, but I never had the financial means other than my motorcycle um, to have like a third car, right? We had two vehicles yeah. and that's all we could afford. And, uh, we were heavily involved with sports with all of our kids. And then, and, you know, kind of fast forward to 2016, the, the day before the election, my dad, uh, passes away. 
was actually the day of the election. Um, and, you know, and I, I try, I remember trying to call him the next day and, you know, we were going to talk about Trump just winning the election. You know, we were going to have the election talk. We usually talked politics. My dad and I, we had a, you know, as a lot of sons and fathers do, they have a rocky relationship. You know, we, we still had a solid relationship. I, you know, I learned how to work on cars and my dad always had the side hustle. He was a firefighter. And as a firefighter, you had to have a side hustle because yeah. you didn't make a lot of money, but we always had plenty. And he either striped parking lots, which I learned how to do with him, or he had a little shop in the backyard where he worked on small engines or he worked, he never worked on cars for people, but he could work on cars, but he just knew how to work on stuff. He was the kind of person to figure it out. Right. And right. I mean, he built his own paint machine to strike parking lots. You know, that's just the kind of person he was. He, he might not could afford to go buy the paint machine, but he could buy the stuff to make one. Right. And uh, so I learned a lot of that from him. So when he passed that, you know, that gave me a few financial resources that I didn't previously have. He didn't have a lot, um, but what he did leave me was the ability to build the shop that I have now. And that uh, we built that in 2017. And he had a, uh, a Dodge um, Challenger six speed that was his pride and joy. And I inherited that car and I love that car. He babied that car. That car had, I don't know, 30,000 miles on it or so. And, you know, he loved a hot rod. He raced. He loved to be, you know, he was just a big motorhead. But that car, I just couldn't keep it, you know, because, yeah. you know what I mean? So I had to get rid of the car. But that no, wait, car, wait, 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 wait. Why couldn't you keep it? It just, uh, the memories was not good from that car. You know what I mean? It didn't make me... Um, it never felt made me feel good to be in that car. I guess it did. Can, can I ask why? Um, because it was his and I don't know. It just did not. It would be hard to explain. You'd have to, the, the history between my dad and I was, was a tough one. Um, it wasn't always good, but at the same, but at the same time, when I looked at that car, I wanted to think of my dad of, of all the good times, but it also brought back a lot of the bad times. So yeah. I just didn't, you know, I just didn't, it would have just sat there if I kept it because I didn't really want to drive it. You know what I mean? Right. It's just hard to explain. Oh, I and, can definitely respect that for sure. For sure. Yeah. You know, and like I told you guys, I'll talk about anything. And that one was a tough one. I don't, I don't know why. Um, Cause I liked the car. The car was bad to the bone. I mean, that car was fun to drive. Yeah. And, uh, but I don't know, just, I would, you know, some days do I wish I would have kept it, but if I would have kept it, I probably wouldn't have been able to buy the Fox buddy that I bought, which kind of started all this. Um, so wow. I ended up selling that car and, um, and then my wife and I was like, you know, I'd really like to buy another Fox body. I've always been into Fox bodies, but really if i'm going to have a car that's going to be my fun car right something that i i got a shop now that we didn't have a garage here at my house yeah. we yeah. didn't have the house didn't have a garage so i didn't have anywhere to work on anything if i was working on a car i was out here in the gravel you know so we uh so i find this cobra clone on ebay in 2017 it was a 93 
LX car that was uh, converted to a Cobra clone. I bought that car on eBay for like $7,600. And flew. I just started in, uh, my new job with the appliance manufacturer. I'd worked uh, at Lowe's for 12 years before that uh, and um, left Lowe's to work for, for the appliance manufacturer. And we were at a meeting down in Clearwater, Florida, which happened to be where the car is at. So it worked out. I literally took a one-way flight from my meeting at work and drove the car back from Clearwater, Florida, all the way back to the Springfield, Missouri area where I live now. So I drove the car back. It's ecstatic. You know, the car, you know, car wasn't perfect, but it was a really nice car. And, yeah. uh, and that's when you could still, you know, 2017, you could still get really decent deals on those cars. Brought it back and I noticed there was a big crack in the paint on the driver quarter panel. Mm. Uh, so I, I started looking at it and you could tell it was deep. So there was evidently body filler that was cracked. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't know that much about doing paint or body work or any of that stuff. So that I was like, oh my gosh. So I decided to get the sander out and start sanding and see how deep it was. And it was what about- feel like? What did that feel like after you just went and spent $7,600? Oh, yeah. And then, and then you get it home and you're like, well, I got to start sanding on this. How, how does that feel? What, what What's the emotion like on that? Uh, learning experience to be mad at yourself about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you said what? There's an inch and a half of Bondo in there? Uh, it was it was it was probably inch and a half in certain areas. Yeah. All the way back from there, all the way back. The whole side of that car had been hit pretty good right there in that quarter panel. The rest of the car was straight. I bet you uh, carry a magnet with you everywhere you go now. Dang right. <laughs> you think I'm going to buy another car on eBay, you're, you're wrong. Yeah, right on. So what did you end up doing about that? So I was the kind of person that, look, at that point, I couldn't pay for somebody to fix the car. Here I've yeah. got a $7,600 pile of junk. And so I'm defeated. I really am. But I said, okay, I felt like I could do it. I felt like I could fix it. So I'd never done this before, but I completely cut out that whole quarter panel on that car and replaced it with new sheet metal. Um, bought a Harbor Freight wire welder, flux core wire welder, mm -hmm. and welded a quarter panel on that car. Learned how by watching YouTube, how to do yeah body work painted the car myself did a color change painted it red vibrant red 93 cobra red and learned so much and i you know i'm kind of the person when i learn something i, I kind of go all in like i just get absorbed in it almost kind of an addiction kind of thing it's not good my wife can tell you because when i start learning something i'm interested in that's all i can focus on same i'm the, I'm the same exact way same way same way but so, I just got a visual. I just got a visual just so you know. Okay. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm sure everybody else that's listening right now probably just got a visual after you got that quarter panel welded on with that flux core wire welder. I know you've seen the little fat kid meme where he said, there he comes out and he says, you know, me after I get done working on my car and he's got his hands up like this, like, yep, check me out. I know that's how you were. What, right? I was, right? Yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was out. Out. Check this out right here. 
And that's that's the first time that I started realizing that, OK, I'm going to document some of this. And I did it on Instagram where I was yeah. taking some pictures and just kind of posting just because I thought it would be cool to share. Right. And I was really proud of the work that I did on that car. It looked fantastic. It finished out mm-hmm. really, really nice. End up partnering. Uh, well, I befriended a painter that doesn't live far from me. I'd ask him technical questions about, hey, what kind of, what do I use? What sandpaper? What grit? What? And he would share that. Then I would go to YouTube, and I'd just be absorbed into YouTube, and and also into Fox Body stuff, watching Caleb, watching Brutal, you know. Yeah. And then I end up painting the car, and it turns out phenomenal. The car is amazing. I'm like, okay. Well, I've seen the car. It's it's absolutely gorgeous. So, and I'm like, all right, wonderful. The car is finished. Now I get to go enjoy the car, right? And this is, so now this is basically fast forwarded a year to this point, right? Because I picked the car up, I think, in December of 17. Now we're December of 18. Yeah. I I, I drove the car to church on December 2nd of 18. My wife and my daughters had already went there prior to me because I think they were working nursery or something that morning. And my daughter had a piano recital that day. So they both decided to leave with me because they wanted to run by Cato's to see about getting a dress. My wife had to stay over at church doing checkout. So we run by there. Cato's is actually not even open yet. So they're like, oh, forget it. Let's just head on home so my daughter can get to practicing for her recital. And we hit the four lane highway heading home. And a minivan pulls out in front of us while we're doing 70 miles an hour. That is terrible. So we T-boned that minivan. I don't know how fast I was going. I mean, I locked them up. But it was literally, you know, there there was very little time to react. And so, you know, I I hit that car, man. And we were, it was, it was we were lucky we weren't killed in that, that accident. Yeah. We really, really were. And I go back and, uh, and, and it's kind of cool that maximum motorsports ended up putting that story on their, um, on their newsletter. Cause I really, it, I, the week prior, I had the subframe connectors from maximum motorsports welded into that car, the full length subframe connectors, that car would have folded up oh, if yeah. it wouldn't have been for them. If you looked, I looked under the car and those things were still fully intact but the roof of that car was completely folded in. Folded in. So, except uh, you know the, I think the engine come back into the to you know the the the, uh, you know the cab probably by maybe a foot. Wow. And um, so it was you know my daughter that was sitting and I had S five fifty seats in that car, um, like what you have, John and. Uh, yeah. It took the, the 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 brackets between the 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 seat that my daughter was sitting in, and it shifted them completely over the brackets that hinge the seat. It shifted those from her body getting shifted in it, you know. And then wow. my daughter was sitting in the back seat. So, yeah, we took a ride to the hospital, um, you know. And I, I probably I couldn't walk right for a while. They were both hurt pretty good, and. You know, but we all made a full recovery, and um, that's good. That was three weeks after I finished that car. After the road that I had to take to get to that point with that car, three weeks of finishing. Dude, it, I would have felt like you know, just defeated. I was man, and yeah. I was just happy we weren't. I was sitting in my so get this, so we left. Um, so we, 
we are probably uh, four miles north of Springfield. We live about 20 minutes north of Springfield out in the middle of nowhere. Okay. And so guess who has to come up the road behind us? My wife. Guess what oh, she rolls, guess, guess what she rolls up on? Wow. Yeah. So uh, rolls up on that scene of the car being wrecked, ambulances, fire trucks, you know, all the stuff that goes on. That was probably, I don't know, maybe five, ten minutes after it happened, you know, that she rolls up on on the accident. So yeah, that was, you know, that was that was tough for her. I can only imagine what went through her mind. Yeah. So, you know, so we I remember sitting there in the seat of my wife's car as the troopers are coming up there getting their, you know, they're doing their reports and asking questions about what happened and, you know, all the, and the, the car looked brand new. I mean, it literally did because it just was finished. Yeah. And um, I, I was sitting there and they're like, man, they've come up to me and say, man, I'm sorry about your car. And I was probably a little bit of a prick. And I was like, I don't care about the car you know at that point you know i didn't you know yeah i mean i did later i got angry about it because yeah. the whole situation but i was more well, worried about how long how long did you spend on the car before you got finished with it about a timeline how long probably good six months six I'll months so you just months. spent six months of your life you might as well say yeah building you know rebuilding this quarter panel the whole nine painting the car mm -hmm. and then in three weeks it's taken away from you yep Yep. So Man, Mur yeah, Murphy, that has to hurt, dude. It has to hurt. Has to Murphy's hurt. got his hand in everything, doesn't he? Absolutely. So it was tough, man. I was just defeated. And I remember sitting in, I was in the hospital bed that evening and I, I'm on Facebook and I'm on the 93 Cobra Forum. And guess whose car is on the 93 Forum? Cobra Down. Yours. Somebody that was part of that community had taken wow accident as they were driving by oh. so I say hey that was me and then i let them know hey my car was you know it, it was a 93 clone it wasn't a you know real cobra but, yeah you know we end up chatting it was bright red like yours is right mm -hmm. yeah i painted it. it's it was cobra red by it was vibrant red and and uh, that was what the color of the first car that you got was, wasn't it? Or close? No, the first car that I bought, which was the '91, was vermilion red, which is vermilion the color red, okay. car um, that I'm driving now. Well, I'm um, guessing red holds a special place in your heart. I like red. My dad liked red, but yeah, I mean we we like red cars. Guess what color? I guess so. I would imagine so. You've had three red foxes, so I would imagine so. So, <laughs> so yeah. So man, it was it was bad, but. Look, here's kind of, and I, I would say that's probably kind of what started it all of what got us to where we're at now is the connections that I made with people in the community, in the Fox Body community, some friendships that I made um, and from that car and selling some stuff off of it, you know, selling the, matter of fact, my, my really good friend, Matt Kinsey, we have turned into really good friends over that whole deal. Nick, the Nick, Nick, the guy that I built the two-tone Cobra clone for, that yeah. was all stemmed from all of that stuff happening with that car. Made some okay. really amazing connections. And to back that up just a little bit, about a month, let's see, no, it was about just a couple of weeks before the car was wrecked, I just bought a 93 Cobra. A real 93 Cobra. So I had two yeah. foxes at the house at that time. 
the 93. So I felt like I had learned a skill. Okay. And I'm oh, like, I, I can take a sure. skill and replicate it. Right. And so uh, there was a guy. And so get this, you guys are going to be like, you bought a 93 Cobra for how much? So there was a running and driving 93 Cobra uh, that originally st spent most of its life in Florida and it had been in Fayetteville, Arkansas, which is about two and a half hours from where I live now. And me and the guy kind of been in contact back and forth. I was trying to buy the car and I bought the car from him for 7,200 bucks. What? Yep. Black interior. It was original black. Like black. Deals right there. Sounds like some RA deals to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, I went in and so I had that car here too, but it'd been painted strawberry from like back okay. in the nineties. So the car had a minor front front. It was a clean title car, but evidently had a minor front end collision. And back then, before the car was really worth a ton of money, um, the guy had the car, when it got repainted, had it color changed to strawberry and had wow. a Norman freaking Norman hood put on it. Oh, wow. So Tom, one of Tom's hoods. It's a oh. sin. So me and my wife, we drove that car back from Fayetteville. Well, we and her drove down there and got it. And that was like two weeks prior to the accident. And then guess I'd already ordered all the stuff for it. I was going to paint the car, put it back to black. The car was basically all original, black interior car. Interior car had like 140,000 miles on it. Car had great bones. It just needed to be painted the right color, right? And then I ended up sending that car down the line um, because of what happened. The only thing that would have made that story special is if it would have had a Celine wing on it. <laughs> and the Storm and Norman hood. What a combination. <laughs> That would have helped out so much, Michael. You could have put that in there just for uh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm gonna tell you, if I'd known what the Cobras were getting ready to do value-wise at that time, because they weren't stupid in price at that time. Right. You could have held on to that and made you some money later on. Well, I literally ran the numbers. I was like, okay, if I take this car, I put this much X in it, I probably could sell it for at that time fourteen to sixteen thousand dollars is what that car would have been yeah. worth at that yeah. time. How many miles I have on it? Like 140. Oh wow! Yeah, been a it's great like, drive. You can woulda, shoulda, coulda your whole life, yeah. though, dude. You know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. Well, you know I mean? since we're talking about woulda, shoulda, couldas, okay. Since we're on the woulda, shoulda, couldas, let's get off this Fox Body stuff for just just, okay. just a second, okay? Okay. Tom and I were talking before the pod began, okay? And he knows the road that I'm going because you can see the anguish on his face when I said what I just said, okay? You can see it just, he's melting right now. Tell everybody, Tom, can't I have cook. no idea what you're talking about, bro. He, he doesn't know how to cook. I don't, the man I don't, was eating an orange, and I'm, I'm like, what are you doing? And he said, I, when Aaron's not here, when my wife's not here, I, I don't eat. And I'm like, what? He no, said, I, not, I didn't say, I, I don't, I said, I don't cook. You said... <laughs> When your wife's not there, I don't eat like don't a three course food. dinner. <laughs> right. Like you don't eat food. You eat it. You had an orange. Is I what was you eating had. an orange because we we're about to start the pod. I eat because food. you can't I just cook. Don't cook food. You're right. I can't cook shit. I cook <laughs> hot dogs, bro. <laughs> um, I, actually, I, look, John, I envy Tom just a little bit. You know why? Because if I couldn't cook, I wouldn't be as fat as I am. There you go. But that's the joys of life, man. Eating oh, is one I mean, of my pleasures. Well, my problem is, is that my most favorite things, I cook the best. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> I yeah, had a good. Good. 
tried bologna and egg and cheese sandwich the other day with some mayonnaise <laughs> on it. Mm. Mm. I, I've Double never decker. had it. I've never had an interest in cooking. So, I, I, what you am don't I grill do? or anything, Tom? Don't you don't like no, nothing I, or nothing? Mm-mm, none of that. No, I, I don't. That's not American. It's non-American. Not American. So my wife, my wife enjoys to cook. Okay. So she just likes to do it, and I don't like to do it. So she gets to do what she likes to do. And so how I are you going to survive it. if you don't have your wife, son? Take out, bro. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Pizza place down the street. Else it, I'm gonna go buy bur- Right. They got burgers, fries, all that shit. God. <laughs> That's so unhealthy for you to eat all the time, though. You need to be learning how to cook. Coming from the man who started, like, Debbie Cake memes all over the internet. I didn't start the memes. I did not start the memes, okay? Just so we're clear on that, I did not start the memes. I may be responsible for somebody starting the memes. Debbie Cakes with a fork like it's some gourmet exotic. That's because they're as big as a plate, those big ones are. They're big. Like you're all proper. <laughs> well, I am proper. I am talk, proper. Talking to me about, about eating healthy. Holy <laughs> shit! Most processed shit on earth. <laughs> bakery, buddy. I, I know a little so, bit about so, bakery. Love me some little Debbies. He didn't even know what kind of orange he had. Yeah, it's an orange, bro. No, there's different kinds of oranges. Apparently, I got a whole lecture on it before Mike came into the. <laughs> what, what, what was it? What, what, it's a navel kind of, orange. It's, it's a, a navel orange. orange. You know, it had the little had the little nipple on the end of it. You know, and and uh, he was pulling that off of one side of it. And I said, "What kind of orange you got there? Do you even know?" He said, "It's an orange, bro." And I said, "What kind is it?" And he said, "It's a fucking orange." What do you mean? <laughs> and I said, "What kind is it?" And he said, "I don't know." I said, "It's a navel orange." He goes. No, it's an orange. <laughs> like, are you serious, dude? Come on. <laughs> I'll bet you not a lot of people know that's oh, a navel orange. John's like, I'm like, how do you know, Mike? He goes, I know it's a navel orange because it's got a belly button. <laughs> there, that's what you guys are explaining. Well, good for but you I'm guys. From Florida. Fucking orange to me. An orange is an orange. <laughs> orange, I peel the shit, I eat it. End of story. <laughs> Oh my heavens! So poor fellas living under a rock up there. <laughs> John, I I sent you a picture of something earlier that I I would be remiss if I didn't get to share this story on. And to oh, yes. this day, my wife still thinks that you know. And even though it wasn't like this, I said no, babe. They would have had to have they would have had months, even probably a year of R and D and all that to bring it to market. But she thinks to this day. That we had something to do with LMR when they released their cup holder. So get this. So it's a long story. And LMR had had no, I had nothing to do with this with LMR, but so I was always the kind of person that look, I'm gonna if I want if I want to do it, I'm gonna figure out how to do it. And this was when I was in the middle of building that '93 Cobra clone, and I was like, man, I want a cup holder. And it was and again, I'm not the inventor of the wheel. It's been done. Guys have custom fabricated cup holders for their cars. Yeah. I wanted to do it, but had no clue how to do it. So I figured out how to do it. Put it on Facebook on one of our, you know, probably, you know, Fox Body Mafia, one of the, you know, one of the Facebook groups. 
just to share, to say, yeah. hey, look, look what I did. You can do this too. That's my thought. That's how I think. I'm like, if I can do it, you guys can yeah. do this because I know you guys. Cup holders yeah. Yeah. There was nobody at that time. You couldn't buy a cup holder console. They did not exist in the market. Do you have a butt ton of people asking you to make one? Right. So I worked for Lowe's at that time. And the kind of job that I had working for Lowe's, um, there's no way I had extra time kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I didn't put it on Facebook for the intent of trying to sell that. No, I yeah. put it on there just to say, hey, yeah, you can do this. Here's the, I got this cup holder out of a Ford Fusion, da, 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 whatever. And we're, put, we're going with the game plan that LMR saw that post. <laughs> and they said, look here, we're going to just take this ball right here away from this guy and we're going to build them. Yeah. So I kid you not. So my son, who is a senior in high school, I think at that time, I was like, you know what? This will be, there's so much interest. There's so many people who want to buy these. I said, screw it. You know what? I can teach him how to make them. I already hooked up with a guy that had a bunch of center consoles. I said, we're going to line this up and we're going to make them. My son's going to make them. He can make the money off of them. Yeah. And I can facilitate the deal. There you go. Learning experience for him. It'll teach him a craft, a trade, a, a skill, right? And he was all in for it. We were all in for it. We were just about to line up. And it was about, and I had a list of people that was ready to purchase that same center console, which looks exactly like it looks what exactly was really like. close yes for sure and i'll be doggone if it wasn't i don't know it was just a few weeks after all we started lining all this up guess who released the cup holder console to the public wow and my wife was like they you know she they she stole thought, it from you <laughs> i said maybe they probably had this thing way you know i mean this Somebody should have already There's done no it. There's no telling how much R&D went into that cup holder. Oh, right. You know, so I never, you know, God, you know, I love LMR. I love, they've been a real big support to me. I love yeah. them. But she was just like, I think, really think that. I don't think today. But yeah, at the time, it sure, you know, and there was a lot. There were so many comments on that when LMR oh, yeah. fixed that. And they were acting like it was a big hit or blow to me. And like, I, dude, I didn't want to sell them to begin with. It wasn't. <laughs> It I'll wasn't like it's a labor for y'all. Yeah, it was. A, My it son's was, thinking his lucky stars. He ain't gonna have to build them in the garage right? now. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so speaking that, of that, you've made you've made the cup holder. Yeah. You made the radio bezel. Is there anything else on your mind that you're thinking about making down the road? God, I hadn't had time to. Well, think he's about not going to talk about it. Mars going to hear him now because Lamar will get it. <laughs> I mean, come on, you gator. He could just be like, yeah, there's a couple things, but I don't want to talk about it. How do you know? <laughs> here's, here's what I hate about what this all has become. So last year was not enjoyable. Um, so I, I go back to like now it's turned into like. I, you met me last year, Michael. Huh? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so now you're making me feel real good. Thanks. I appreciate this, it. This year. <laughs> this year sucked um, when it comes to getting to do what I want to do. Yeah. Um, when I go to a show, I don't want to be stuck at the booth peddling t-shirts. Yeah. That's not what I want to do. 
I want to go out. Do you guess how many cars I got to go look at at Ford Takeover this year? At the Probably show, about five or six. Zero. Zero. Real. Wow. Guess I, you, I, I never got to leave the booth. Never got to leave. Never wow. got to leave the booth. Never got to come hang out with you guys. Never got to go see all the other cars that were there. Go yeah. hang out and 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 have fun. It was the same way at you know like at Chocolate Fox um, this year. You know, and Tom, I know you you were there, right? Yeah, yeah I think yeah. we passed and said, "Hey, you know," but I was so I was so busy. I got to see just the cars in the VIP section over there, Tom. That's the only. That's how much I could get away from from. And I'm like, this isn't fun. So we made an agreement. I'm like, if I'm I didn't realize it was going to be quite that popular, our stuff, for one, to where that many people would want to come over there and support it. And it's so cool that people like my stuff that much. But then it's taken away the whole purpose of why I want to be at a show is for me to be at the show. For me, I, I could care less about carrying around the YouTube camera or any of that stuff. I just want to come out there and hang out with you guys and hang out with the cars to talk to people. And and I get to talk to people at the booth, but it's it's always very you know rushed because there's somebody standing behind them, there's somebody standing behind them. You know I don't. Yeah. So you know, so this year, uh, going into next year, any shows that we're going to do, we're going to make sure we've got help, like help to where Thank I you. am not. You know, if we're not, if we can't have the right amount of help, then we won't set up a booth at that show. Yeah, gotcha. So what shows are you planning on going to this next year, buddy? I can tell you what shows I'd like to go to um, and what Talk we to do. Huh? Talk so, to me. Uh, I've never been to Pitts. So I would really, really like to go to Pitts. We, we, we vacationed there many times in that area. Um, so I would love to go to that. Um, you know I'm going to go to Ford Takeover. Uh-huh. And that's... And that's a closer show for me too. That's only six and a half hours away from where I live. Yeah. Um, uh, then um, we, I'm going to go do the um, Motor City. Um, okay. Oh, you are. Yes, how, I how close are you to it? How, how far away is it from you? Is that that's good little Detroit's? A, I looked at it, it's twelve hours probably. Yeah. Yeah. We we want to do Chocolate Fox again. Um, we we want to do Foxtoberfest. I'd have been at Foxtoberfest last year. It was planned, if it you know. But then our grandbaby came was end up being due right around that time. So risk being sixteen hours away with our first grandchild uh, going to be. Right. Um. So and of course I have to go to Midwest Fox Fest. I know that's a smaller show. That's um, only like three or four hours, right? Five. It's five and a half for me. Um, that was that. That was kind of that. That was the first show I went to after I built the car that most people know me by, with the you know the the red car that I drive right now. Yeah. Uh, I took that car to that show. It was the first show I took that car to, and it won um, best eighty seven to ninety three. And there was like two hundred cars there that year. Um, at, at you know, and I loved that show. And I know the guy that you had. I can't remember his name. He has that awesome four eye bag. I mean, on on air. He was on the show here. The last Sean. Show. Oh, Sean Dash. Yeah, I met him. I met him. He had that sh- that car there the first year I went to Midwest Fox Fest. That when my car won, um, there was like five categories. My one best aero um, car, and uh, I don't can't remember if his car won anything that year or not, but it should have because I was so impressed with that car. Yeah, exactly. that car was, was amazing. 
So anyway, but yeah, I got to go back to that that show. Uh, it's it's a cool little show. So yeah, I've got my plate full this year. Of, How close are you to Bowling Green? That's going to be probably like eight hours. Have you ever thought about going to Holly I want Ford Fest? To Holly, I want to go to Holly Ford Fest. That's another one that's definitely on the radar, but. You that's start, one that you could go to and just hang out and not have a booth or anything at, you know, just that's what I would do for to show your car if that's what you want to do. If not, just go hang out. That joker's so fun. Well, let's do it. Let, let, hey, let my, hey, stay on me. Um about yeah. that one. My wife and I, we've said we want to go to that. Um, and I'd like to go to bowling green. Um yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I love that show. Heck yeah. And the motor city thing seems like that. I mean, I know it's gonna be the first one, but considering it's a you know, Ford headquarters yeah. and it's all, all Fox chassis cars. So they're also including, you know, SN 95 and new edge cars. Yeah. Going um, up to the old Fords. Yep. And uh, that's going to be, I think that's going to be a pretty big deal. Um, yeah. There. So um, I'm looking forward to that one. Right. And right. Just see, you know, I think that's going to be cool to be there, you know, be at Ford with a show like that. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Let us know. I would mm-hmm. love to go to it myself, but I don't know if I'll be able to make that one or not. That's going to be, you know, right there behind Ford Takeover. Yeah, the show, there's. I always wish everything wasn't so like. I know some are really like back to back, and then some are so far. It's like really yeah, hard yeah. to choose next year. I'm still struggling to figure out which ones I'm. Yeah, going, I'm going to be. A, you know, mine's a financial strap. It's not. You know, it's not a time crunch. It's just well. I mean, that all comes into play, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. The further it is, yeah. Whole, the whole thing. So, the good Mike, thing, we're about we're about a little over an hour in now. Yep. And uh, is there anything else that you want to talk about? Oh man, you know me, I can talk. So, <laughs> I mean, that's uh, you know, just getting to where where the cha- you know the car and the channel is now, which is kind of where things have taken about. I do have to tell. So, I bought this car that I'm in right now um, that same December after the car wreck. It was late that okay. December. I couldn't even walk hardly. And my father-in-law, we find this car two hours north of here. Um, and we go by it. He has to drive it back because I couldn't drive the clutch because my left knee was so jacked up. I couldn't work the clutch pedal. And I couldn't get in the floor to look at the car. But that's the car I'm currently driving now. And and wow. I, you know, I restored it, painted it, and did all that stuff the following year. And um, But anyway, but yeah, it was kind of funny. Well, right after that, I bought the car that I'm in now, the, the 91. So who who uh who do you draw inspiration from in the Fox Body world? I mean, like. You know who's inspired you over the years for sure. I would say in the Fox Body world, um, when it comes to YouTubers um, or anybody, you, well, I mean, probably the person that had the most influence on me that I probably drew the most, looked up to the most was probably Brutal Nikia. Um, you okay. know, Nikia Hester. He's he's a genuine dude. You know, and I know he's kind of you know he's kind of the biggest. You know, him and Caleb are the two biggest guys. I look up to Caleb too, but I would say uh, Nikia is probably the person I relate most to. Yeah, and uh, his style is real similar to my style. Um, so I picked up so much from that guy. He's a good teacher. That's what I like about his channel too. That. You know he's good at explaining stuff on my level, so yeah, I, yeah. yeah so look at and then, and then plus he, you know, the guy didn't know me from Adam, and he supported my channel from the get go. You know, yeah. I didn't deserve that. You know, I mean, I that was pretty cool for him to you know step out there and, and do that like he does, and he supports everybody. You know, he's just that kind of person. He's it's not about a competition of whose channel's what. It's about the community, and I really think he 
that's why I like what he does. He's truly just about the community. Gotcha. Heck yeah. What are your plans for the 417 Fox? Like, where do you hope to see it go? Or are you just content right where it's at? Um, so that's, so two ways to look at, so from the YouTube side of things, um, next year is probably, um, what I'm hoping is going to be a banner year, um, where I'm going to get refocused on YouTube, get refocused on Fox body content, build stuff, you know, with the 86 and the, and the 91 and, and also continue to expand into other, which I've always done some other content on other Ford stuff too. I'm not just going to do Fox body stuff, but that's still where it's going to be focused at. That's really for 417 Fox, the YouTube channel. I think, you know, I'll look at it really growing and, and doing a lot with it next year. And um, the, the merch side, you're just con you're content with the merch. I want to continue to grow that, um, but at a at a level that's manageable, I guess, if that makes sense. Um, you know, it's fun and great. And, and I love to be able to be a part of the community and supply things that the community wants. Um, and I want to continue to do that and continue to grow it. And if things ever worked out to where my wife um, could stop working and kind of manage that full time and do a lot of that stuff full time, that's that would be the ultimate goal. But I think that would take us also expanding into other categories. But why not? LMR got that dad gum cup holder. <laughs> but right. we might you know, I mean, we got we've invested a lot of money and a lot of equipment and a lot of processes that we've learned that we didn't know anything about. Yeah. Now we're a well old old machine on being able to ship and make and do and why not expand on what we've learned and 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 make a a true business out of it. You know, at the end of the day, I think these fox these bezels are going to dry up. I mean, God, I thought they'd have dried up in a month, but here we are still making them. Um, so, I mean, I'm not going to rest, uh, you know, and be content with that. Cause I know that at some point, I mean, honestly though, man, that can't be a long time from now. It could be, you know, I mean, did you, did you guys know, guys know that China copied me? Did they? What? Yes. yes. You serious? Yeah. I had a, uh, so I had a subscriber reach out to me, messaged me, said, Hey man, he said, are you selling on Amazon now? I'm like, no, I don't sell on Amazon. I sell on eBay. I sell on Etsy and on my website and on Facebook. And um, and so he sent me a, a screenshot of the Amazon post. It was a, for an 87 to 89 trim bezel. I'm like, oh, it's probably just somebody that maybe bought one and decided they didn't want to do it and just reselling it on their Amazon account, right? Yeah. So I go a lot gone. I'm like, well, I'll be damned. They're actually, it's a company out of China that has copied my trim bezel to a T they wow. literally copy and pasted for the most part, almost early, my description. Holy smoke. My website on the item. Well, because and, they couldn't top out, top it out in American. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I was like, I, I was, was intrigued. How, I was, how many of those did you say you sold? Uh, we probably, I mean, I, I would have to really, it's over 3000 that we've sold. I think millions of Fox bodies were built, dude. So oh, it could be a yeah. long time before that dries up. It could be a long time before you run out of business, buddy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, I ordered Especially one. with that stack over there every every day or every week or every three days that you got to. Yeah, you're going to be out for a while, buddy. Might as well get those hands greased up. I right? think I made 100 this weekend. 100? Mm -hmm. Wow. How long does it take to make one now? Um, the actual 
the fabrication part of it, actually making one, maybe two minutes. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I've I'm, I'm, got the process down pretty good. I've got jigs that I've made, and <laughs> I, I mean, say. <laughs> figured out how to, you know, when in the when I was making two and three hundred at a time when we were first really getting going, your arms get really tired, but you just keep pushing through. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. it's and the new one is a little is a little harder to make um, that I sell that doesn't have any ex, external fasteners that you see. Um, so I come up with these brackets that I hand fabricated and then I have a company in Springfield make them for me, uh, the custom metal brackets that go behind it. Um, and then the bezel itself is a little harder to make because when you make jigs, you got to have something that holds the jig, right? Well, the screw holes is what holds the jig on the old version. So you had something that holds the thing in place while you're making it, right? Because you start with the screw hole. Right. I just got a thought. You know what you should start making? No, no joke. You should start making a bezel for the Holly screen. Man, I've had more than one person tell me that. Now I know you can because buy that whole kit that you, you go. Well, you buy it. You can buy it 3D printed, like off of a guy from Facebook mm -hmm. and a couple other people who do it. But nothing against this dude. But when you get it, it's kind of rough. Kind of flimsy. Like, so when I got mine, like what I did was I, we pretty much brushed epoxy over the whole thing mm -hmm. to like reinforce it, sand it a little bit. And we kind of reinforced it ourselves. But if you could like somehow make one of those, dude, I think that's right up your alley. You should get on that. Right on. Yeah. I can't wait to see what you're going to see, what I'm going to do with my 86 and, uh, and, and it's not something I'm going to be doing to sell but it's going to be something that's so cool and custom with that dash on that car that's going to be right up the alley well, i can't wait to see that because oh yeah you got to uh, customize that dash that brick i have to i have to i mean i like i, the I want some i, like I almost dash. i want someone to do an 86 dash like properly so yeah. badly like i almost want one myself just to just to just make to it. do it just to do it because I'm so tired of hearing the hate on that dash. It, I got one out in the backyard. Maybe I just do something in, something to it and maybe make it special. I don't know. The potential in the 86 dash is through the roof. It is. No one, no one either. I don't know what it is. Either no one wants to take the time. No one wants to spend the money. I, I really don't know what it is, but someone needs to step up to the plate and do it properly because the sky's the limit with it. Yeah. I do want to mention this, Tom. So I want you guys. So all this stuff that I do, like these bezels and everything, I didn't have a freaking clue what I was doing when I started that. <laughs> so I'm telling you, I did you, you, you me to th get this mind to sit down and figure out how to manufacture something that is identical, each one. Yeah. I didn't have any experience. I didn't. But that that's what I always want to tell people is like i'll share anything that i've learned with anybody whether it be like why do you want me to make your shirts make your own shirts why do you want me to make a bezel make your own bezel that's just the way my mind works because Sorry. i'm like if yeah. i can do it i know you can do it because yeah. i'm not the sharpest Ain't nobody won't just junk that's the way i look at it you know <laughs> in the drawer man i'm not so if i can figure out how to mass produce i mean when you think of over three thousand of them mass produce mm -hmm. uh this trim bezel for the fox body mustang I'm like, if I can do it, anybody can do it because yeah. You know, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna assume now you got me stuck on this 86 dash thing. Yeah. 
I'm going to assume we were talking about the Holly screen. You're doing something with the Holly and the 86 dash. Nope. No. No. There's not going to be, there's not going to be a Holly. That car will be a, just a normal uh, A9L uh, computer um, car with a GT40 three bar heads and a Explorer GT40 intake. Okay. So I'm no, interested on that car. Just a driver, just a driver. Cool. I'm interested it's gonna to see what you cool. do then. I want to see what you're going to do with it. He's starting to yeah, say the that car down and mounting it on the top. To there will not what? be a wing on the car. Hey, but I did. Hey, I did order a very cool wing um, for Black Friday, and you oh. don't see this wing on Harley anything. It's not a Celine wing. It's not a Steeda wing. Dugan Racing? Huh? Oh, Dugan Racing? No. What? No, well, I ordered a Canaan wing. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's going to go on my car. Dude, you know what wing I think is the best, man? The three. You remember? I wish I knew the name of it. I've only seen it like twice. It, the the adjustable. You know what I'm talking about? It was like four. Big Chief's got on his car? No, dude. It's It was real tiny on a fuck. Someone out there knows the name of this. Uh, Matt, the Serbinator, probably knows. Yeah. There was a wing. It looked like almost like the three-piece wing that came on the four-eye cars. Yeah. But the I, center, I know what you're talking about there, you know, on the early four-eyes. Oh, like the, yeah. Uh, the center adjusted. SVO? It swiveled. Is it not an SVO wing? Damn, dude. I can't. Uh, I don't know, bro. SVO wing was a two-tier wing. Um, it's a stack wing. Yeah. 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 No, this thing. No, God I damn it. Know. I wish I knew because now everyone's going to be screaming at the radios if they know the They're answer. probably are. I know. But I, 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 that's cool wing. I do know what you're talking about, but that that would be a cool wing if you could find one. Yeah, I've only seen honestly two in person ever, like ever. Well, you know what the Steeda wing looks like, right? It's basically a, a, a an LX wing with a you know ducktail on it, right? Yeah. Um, and I love those, but the the Canaan wing is basically a GT wing with the ducktail on it. But not That's not cool. to the extent of a Celine. The Steeda wing is my hands down favorite wing. I love those, and but this is very similar. But you basically take it and put it in the GT form, GT wing form with the with the you know with the space in between the the deck lid and the and the wing. Yeah, that's real cool. Yeah, that's real cool. God damn it, dude, this is gonna drive me crazy. <laughs> well, it's probably not gonna drive you no crazier than what you already are. I mean, you're pretty crazy. No. Man, don't even know what a, what kind of orange he's eating. <laughs> Guys, I've had fun tonight, man. This has been a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we've been going for about an hour and fourteen minutes, and uh, you know, we we we've about time to wrap it up. And uh, listen, we've really enjoyed having you on and listening to your story and and uh, talking cars to you and having a little bit of fun and had an enjoyable time for sure. We really appreciate Absolutely. you coming. Thank you, guys. I appreciate y'all and what y'all are doing, and uh, this is enjoyable stuff for, for us guys that eat, sleep, and breathe this stuff, and I think what you guys doing with this podcast specifically, and there's other podcasts out there that are great too, but I think what you're doing with this one just brings a different element to um, you know the conversation, and which is truly enjoyable to me, and of course, I'm on the road a lot. I like listening to podcasts and throw you guys on and listen to it, and it's, you know, it's the kind of stuff we like to consume. 
We hope we you're smiling it. and laughing the whole way through. Yes, I am. And I, I'm a pretty serious guy. Really, that's part of my problem. I'm a very serious minded person. It. I'm not, I wished I was, you know, I can be funny, but I'm usually always in the mode of like tunnel vision, yeah. I would yeah. say. So I'm always very focused, very tunnel vision. So I need that kind of stuff to kind of, you know. I think there's to- a lot of guys out there in their 40s that are that exact same way right now that kind of need to loosen up and lighten up a little bit and have some laughter in their lives. So that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of why me and Tom wanted to do this a little bit, you know, to bring, bring everybody closer together and learn a little bit of stuff about one another, yep. you know? So, Hopefully but man, we'd really do appreciate you coming on and hanging out with us for a little while. And uh, everybody out there, y'all have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thanks everybody. Till next time.